Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. Hey, 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 I'm Jimmy Carboni from Beer Sessions Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Got an evil sauce to the... Uh, is that the Joker font of uh, vocal effects? Joker, man. Are we on air? We're live. Uh, we're on. Uh, listener, you've done it again. This is not a hoax. Uh, Roberta's radio streaming live from our door to yours. Uh, HeritageRadioNetwork.org makes this happen. Ben, adjust the cans. My cans are tight. Dr. Michael Zoman. My cans are loose. Adjust instruct, them. No, instruct Ben tight. to adjust the cans. JPJ, will you, come, did it. will you adjust the mic for me again? <laughs> I'll be right in. Thank you. Uh, you can tell by uh, the tones of the panel that this is Tuesday night. And uh, once again, we're going to bring you the finest radio programming the internet has ever seen. <laughs> so tonight on Roberta's Radio, powered by Heritage Radio Network Punk, powered by Con Edison, powered by whoever pays that bill. I think the the generous Hold Heritage on. Radio Network member might pay the bill. Uh, yeah, for liter- a minute, I thought you were going to say janitor. Literally not be able to reach you every week without the generosity of HRN members around the world. So now you know who's paying the bill. Somebody at Heritage. Uh, Special show tonight. Uh, We have a roundtable discussion. Uh, We're going to, in honor of of summer blockbusters, and and certainly my favorite. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. We're sitting at a square table, but we're going to make it work. It's more rectangular. Yeah, rectangular table. That's, that's, That's Benji. Well, square is, is a type uh, of rectangles. So. He is the only man who mixes coffee and rosé. He needs that picker up. I need calls buzz. it crozet. I need yeah. crozet. I need that crow buzz. The crozet, the crozet uh, I need baron. To take, I need to take to the skies on those black That's wings. Right. You know what we made yesterday at work? What? Dr. Michael's having what? C- cold brew, tonic. You made a Sunday. Cold brew, tonic, and bitters. Yeah. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. That's all right. It makes sense, right? For your, for yeah. your hangover? Yeah. It was good. It's fine. No, for uh, just to enjoyment, general enjoyment. Just to taste it. To taste the taste. To enjoy just, the exotic Just so trying to taste the taste is my whisper. best friend, Max Bavona. Yeah. I want to point out that a, uh, a rectangle is actually uh, the opposite of an equilateral rectangle. About I the think table thing. My kids Do you mean back. triangle? Yeah. He just wants, no, yeah. not triangle. It he just still wants Do you mean back. triangle is square? No, I mean an equilateral square is, is the square? opposite of a rectangle. I think if I'm you cut this confused. table in half, you'd have two perfect squares. I Do you know that if you take a, if you were so. to cut them in half diagonally, you'd have uh, two perfect right triangles. Do you guys you'd know have that two if you perfect take... rectangles if you cut them in half? Yeah, if you, you cut them diagonally, you'd have two isosceles triangles. Yeah, that's true. He's right. It's got a right angle. Doesn't that make it a right triangle? Sorry, right guys. Triangle. I just see shapes everywhere. It's like a new thing I, for me. Yeah, I look I at something, I see a I shape. Think you're, I, think you're sin- I think you're synesthesia. He's halfway is, through his kindergarten year of education. He's just seeing right. shapes everywhere. All right. I fit things in the holes. He knows his ABCs. He can't quite make out all the words when he reads yet, but he's getting there. Got point, shapes on lock. <laughs> point to uh, Max, real quick. Point to something purple in the room. This is okay. a terrible joke. Everybody knows. No, I'm not everybody That's knows funny. that. You, yeah, That's but colorblind, funny. you can see purple if you're colorblind. I really appreciate this That's as my close friend. Thing. 
I you know, come Max. up here and you rip me on the radio about my color relax, blindness. Relax, relax, They Max. make those glasses. All right, I'm that, sorry. I'm they make relax. those sunglasses Max, that let you see color now. Yeah, I can't afford them. They're, They're like $600. Google, dollars. Google Glass. Have you seen the videos? It's crazy. But People's you would, minds are yeah, blown. I would love to put those on and then just start weeping because I yeah. all of a sudden know how beautiful it is. But then I have to take them off. And then I have to live well, knowing you that go I'm back, not seeing you go the beauty. Well, the guys, go to, uh, for those of you listening at home, go to kickstarter.com slash Roberta's Radio if you want to fund our efforts to get Max, Eric's best friend, those color uh, blind glasses. Color corrective uh, You can be part. You can be part yeah. of, be a member of Heritage Radio Network, pay the bills, but also uh, kickstart some cash Max's way so that we can blow his mind and show him a whole world of color that he's never experienced. A whole, never new, ex- world. A whole new world. I will send you color. personalized videos of me crying, crying. and saying your name yeah. and thanking you for giving me this. Looking at a stop sign so and being like... Back. In honor. Yeah, just weeping at a stop sign in a fire truck or, or the sky or whatever, you know? In honor of uh, Max's uh, colorblindness, uh, but also in the honor of him being able to watch The Mummy starring Tom Cruise uh, and still get it. Uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about some really fun stuff tonight. We're going to go into the world of Hollywood cinema. Uh, we're going to talk about some flops, some bombs, some busts, some lost film. Belly up. A belly up. Uh, never should have been done in the first place. What were they Take my thinking? name off this. Yes. Remove me from this. A blockbuster uh, bust. Yes. A real quick question to my panel, my esteemed panel. Uh, better role for Tom Cruise, historically. He's, he's been a great actor for three decades now. And the mummy is another one of his fine, fine choices. Uh, what I heard was that he had control over the whole thing, and that's why it's so great. Mm-hmm. Better role for Tom Cruise uh, in his canon: the alien in ET, or the octopus in Popeye. I'm going to say I'm just going to jump right to the forefront of this conversation. And Benji, say, jump in. Yeah, I'm going to say alien from ET because he has experience with. Um, I don't know what kind of... I think he played like an advisory role in Battlefield Earth. I know that was John Travolta's vehicle. But I think that as Scientologists, both of them are equipped to discuss the alien influence on our sort of like psychic baggage. I think that basically Tom Cruise would really do an excellent job of sort of exploring how... And he did in that movie as the alien in E.T. Dr. Michael Zoman. Was he E.T. himself? He was E.T. A lot of people don't Ah, know that. Very interesting. A lot of people don't. It's an uncredited early role oh, for Tom Cruise. It was when he was still like kind of on his grind. It was oh, right wow. after yeah. All the Right Moves. He hadn't broken he hadn't out. broken out yet. Wow. He had to pay his dues. Okay. I'm with Mike Zoman on this because I'm just, I, I can't also believe didn't know that he was in that movie. So I'm going to say another movie he's less known for where he was the stunt coordinator for that Jackie Chan film Rumble in the Bronx. Oh wow. wow. I once uh, I once oh, spent I no a little time in jail. And oh, wow. uh, as, as really? you do, I did. Wow. True story, yeah, if we may. Oh my! Quick anecdote. True story anecdote. I once wow. spent a little time in jail, and uh, one of the people that was in the large holding pen that I was in the cell. Were you in the, the tombs? Cell. Was this in New York? No, this was uh, downtown Brooklyn. Oh wow! Oh, a yeah. flop yeah. with Jennifer wow. Lopez. And, uh, the cell. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, um, Sounds scary. A man ran up to the bars and called for a guard and said, "Guard, hurry up." You got to let me into a private bathroom. There's a rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> so that's why. That's so if you have diarrhea, you get to go to the bathroom in a different place. No, uh, you can. They oh, let them really? out. Really? They let oh, them wow. out. They said that they were. Wow. They said they were cleaning the other holding cell, 
and in a second he could go. Man, they didn't so let anybody just... out. There was a guy that was definitely coming You've been down. You to jail also? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, they didn't let anybody do that in my experience. Unreal. And those bologna sandwiches are not good for your, your tract at all. Everybody knows at this point, uh, after discussion with the panel, that uh, the greatest role that Tom Cruise had in his early days is as the alien in E.T. As E.T. Yeah, himself. we're all in agreement. I feel like none of us right. agree. Is E.T. Well, a him? But we've all been the jail. Well, uh, you have to turn it upside down and take a look at it. Have you been on that E.T. ride at, uh, is it Disneyland? Or I thought it was Disneyland? Epcot. No, it's in, Hall- it's in California. It's Six Flags Orlando. No, it's not. It's okay, in California. It's, I, I haven't. So no one's Have been you? on it but me, obviously. Six Flags, oh, yeah, San Francisco. Great. How how great is it? It's great. It's wonderful. Is it is it awe-inspiring? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Do you ride a bicycle? Yeah, you're on a platform. Everyone's on a bike, and you go nice. through this magical world. That's awesome. And then at the end, E.T. says your name. Really? Yeah. Is it, Tom's, did they, is it Tom Cruise's voice that they recorded to say your know. name? I don't know. How does a lot of people don't know. Another another little known fact. Goes through the whole the whole platform full of bikes. Yeah. So it just goes, Michael, Bethany. Yes, exactly. A lot of people Jeffrey. don't know that uh, yes. that yes. the voice of the alien in E.T. Orlando is actually <laughs> Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Van Halen. Oh wow! Really. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, wow. He also yeah. plays the lead riff and beat it. Uh, that's great. Wow, that's you great. know he does. He I he, he was song. everywhere in the eighties. Eddie Van Halen. Oh wow! All right, I uh, had no idea of any of this. Stuff. In honor of the Mummy, maybe the the best thing that's come out in the past seventy or eighty years. I don't think uh, anybody's ever said the phrase "in honor of the Mummy" before. Well, now see, the only problem is what about the Academy? What Awards? about the other Mummy with Brendan Fraser, or the well, other one see, with Bud what, Abbott and Luke Costello? That's what's becoming lost to the annals of time. Is uh, Brendan Fraser in the first uh, boot? It wasn't a reboot yet. It was just a boot. It was of a the, deboot. Of the Mummy. Are you talking about Encino Man? Is that the Mummy movie you're talking about? No, that's, that's a, a prequel. That's he's a different. A, he's yeah. an ice Holly mummy Shore in that vehicle. One. Encino Man takes place in the same universe as the Mummy, but Encino Man is a prequel, which is weird because the Mummy took place in like the 30s or something, and Encino Man took place in the 90s. But Encino Man actually in canon occurred before the other Mummy. I don't know if I've ever been to Encino, but I've been to San Dimas before, and I've seen a canon that's before, cool. but I've also never seen that movie. I've seen a nice. Caveman before. I've seen a mummy. But I've never been to Encino. Ram King Tut. I think I've seen him. Ram King him? Tut. Maybe yeah. Ramses also when that was touring around. Ram- Ramesses, when the I was Pharaoh. Younger. Yeah, they toured yeah. around with his. He did. He was mummy. on tour for a while, yeah. right? I saw Eddie Van Halen was in that band, right? I also saw that show Body Works. It was Sammy Hagar. Body with, World. You mean with Body World? Sammy Hagar sure. and Michael Anthony with the bisected. Thought, wait, no, that's that's forms. Chicken Foot. That's Chicken Foot. Anyways. You know, he got the first, for the first time he did it, he bought the bodies from China. Yeah, I know. They were like people that were executed for jaywalking and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Well known fact. Singapore gum chewers. That's right. Um, Lost. Flopped. Bombed. Busted film. Belly flops. Let's let's dive into some examples. Let's belly flop into some examples. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield back to school style. What about... uh, like a scissor dive or whatever. Can we find some audio of, of people's jackknife? That's a jackknife. Jack Can we find some people some audio of position. people's tummies just hitting the water and, and just belly flop? Yeah, just just this works. Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack <laughs> works also. 
How did you know what this was? That's what it is, man. You guys don't have this. I have the I have the LP reissue of it. Oh wow! I'm looking for the original, but they don't have it. Is that on 180 gram vinyl? Oh yeah, just get up and It's more archival that way. I actually, I'm, I'm. It's on back order, but I'm getting it on 260 vinyl. Ooh! Oh wow! I didn't even know that existed. No, it's real. You have to have a special turntable. Oh wow! Yeah. Let's talk some classic examples of floss, busted, flop, bombed. Huh, that's yeah. good. That was right? a good Play that yeah, again. That's hilarious. It's somebody belly flopping into a toilet. Oh, wow. That's have a pretty big All toilet. All right, wait. Let me sit down. All right, go ahead. <laughs> this with the pirate's theme in the background is really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's for those of you on Facebook. Whoever's in the other room did that. The engineers, the team of engineers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. JPJ take, and his, uh, he takes his a one man army. Minions. He takes yeah, a village. Minions. You got minions in there? Those little yellow things? That's great. Wow. That's, we can't talk about that movie because that makes money. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's going yeah. to set the world on fire. Let's talk about something that didn't make any money at all. Please. A uh, ton of money was thrown at it. So the movie Easy Rider comes out, correct? It does, correct? Yeah, it, it came did out. come out. Yes, in this was, timeline it did, but there are a whole bunch of released. yeah, there are a whole bunch of other timelines in which it didn't come out. So wait, so Easy Rider comes out, and then Easy what? Rider comes out, and the youth culture goes mad. Finally, they have something they can latch their their freak flag onto. Uh, Dennis Hopper, arguably the star. Also the writer, along with Terry Southern, I believe. I thought uh, um, Henry Fonda was the star. That's up for debate how much input the stars had on, on the movie. I, I think Dennis Hopper. I think, the, I think that movie is all about Dennis Hopper personally. What about I kind of like Jack Nicholson. I feel like his so character after, is important. After the wildly successful Easy Rider is released, um, Peter Fonda makes The Hired Hand. Correct? I don't know. That is correct. Dr. Michael Zeman, correct? Yeah, he does. That movie's great. He only knew that because I said it. I love the soundtrack, too. You should actually, if you've ever seen that movie. I believe. Yes. It's really good. I I believe Peter Fonda gets a million dollars to make that movie. Well, I'm sorry. I said Henry Fonda. That's his father. Peter Fonda. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Son of Jane Fonda. (laughs) Henry Fonda. Uh, Dennis Hopper, the other star slash writer. Didn't he direct it, too? Anyways, he gets a million dollars to make his next movie, and he goes down to the jungles of yeah, Peru. He I think they were all, like, all five well, of those he, movies were, like, write, written yes. and directed by the same people. Yes, and that's because... What are the other three, before we get into this? There's the, the one about the guy on a planet with the robots. Okay. Uh, Bruce Stern is, is the star of that one. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, Bruce Stern. Yeah, it's a Bruce Stern vehicle. Zardoz? No. What are the others? When did they, it come out? They did five of those movies. They gave five people a million dollars each. Right. Right. Hired when did that come out? The last like 70, movie. 71. Yeah. Who's uh, they? a few others. Uh, a, the a the studios? Studio. Is this your rich daddy? No, just some This is back under studio. the original studio structure. This is the birth of the new Hollywood. 
This is the birth of the auteur. Was this a Hollywood. United Other than uh, Robert Beatty, right? Is that his name? Uh, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, who had been around and yeah. kissing people's shoes for a long time in Hollywood. Before kissing other Bobby things, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's right. Ask your grandmother. I'm sure she knows Warren yeah, Beatty. Yeah, and pretty grandpa. ladies on yeah, the house. right. <laughs> and on the other, other parts, too. Mm-hmm. So Hopper goes down to Peru. With his million dollars, which at the time is a lot of money in the United States, and it's probably more money in Peru. Bray flies down all his musician friends and actor friends. Henry Fonda's there. Peter Fonda's there, too. Uh, Jane Fonda? They make a movie in the, in the jungle. Hire a lot of uh, local cast members. Uh, production is delayed because there's heavy substance abuse. And this a, sounds a lot like Fitz, like Herzog's Fitz Carl. This happened this was more 10 years yeah. before Fitz Carl. I don't I'm know just if saying, that's true. When is Fitz Carraldo? I believe Fitz Carraldo was shot in the early 70s also. They shot no, Fitz Carraldo. I think Fitz Carraldo is the mid to late 70s. That's, they shot uh, Fitz Carraldo yeah, in a gear Ross of God, right? Like yeah. back to back. Oh, I didn't know they shot Aguirre that. Aguirre is yeah, 74 or 75. Yeah, Aguirre right? is 74. Yeah. Aguirre was the first. Uh, Aguirre was the first of the like Herzog Kinski. My old man, yeah. my old man brought home Aguirre, the Wrath of God, so from good. the box, uh, the Dude. home box office video obscenity. store when I was. You know they shot. Yes, it's wait. This quote though. Nature here is vile and base. Base. I wouldn't see anything erotical here. I would see fornication and Decay. asphyxiation and choking and fighting for survival. A and true American original, Werner Herzog. Hell yeah. <laughs> Little known fact, uh, ate his own boot at uh, Chez Panisse sure in did. California. Yes, he did. There's a documentary on it, Herzog eats his own shoe. I think it's on Netflix, actually. It probably should that be. He also drank collection. cough syrup out of his own slipper. Yeah, but that's just a normal... I mean, like, well, who doesn't? Uh, when you're trying to go to sleep, you got to wake up early, and we got an important presentation at work. Just saying. You just guarantee those eight hours. I'm you just know? showing how oh, he's... Oh, wow, I didn't know that. People like, did that. I don't even have oh, yeah. slippers. He's wow. like, he's like you, you and I. Like he's just like everybody pair. else. I keep okay. one around just to drink night. I don't have a lot of room. I keep it up in the medicine cabinet. So Hopper's down in Peru, makes a movie, comes back to the States. He's got a place in Taos. Anybody been to Taos? I oh, sure, sure have. <clears throat> sure, yeah. Topaz, oh, yeah. or yeah. turquoise capital of the world. I was, uh, my family owns a castle out there. My family owns a dream sure. catcher out there. JPJ, you ever been to Taos? Nope. Cool, I pronounce man. it Taos. Uh, I say Tau. For those of you that don't know, that's in New Mexico. Uh, Just north of Old Mexico. Yeah. It's uh, basically Old Mexico 2.0. Alejandro Alejandro Jodorowsky, a friend of Popper's. Breaking news. Breaking news. Taos is in New Mexico. Taos is in New Mexico, yeah. Saw that one coming. Alejandro Jodorowsky comes out. He sees it. Hopper is doing too much. He's doing, what, like 60 beers a day? Peyote button four, every day. Four or five grams of Coke. Yeah. Peyote, it's bad. Uh, says that the narrative is too well-structured and tells him to cut it up. He yeah. does. Make it more unintelligible. It, yes, he sends it to the studio. They hate it. Uh, he is basically exiled from Hollywood for 10 years uh, and becomes... Uh, last movie becomes a footnote in one of the greatest stories of Hollywood. Is this the one that he showed at a movie theater? In Taos. In once Taos, a week. Yeah. Once like a week for years. like four years. Yeah. Like, he would show different cuts of it. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was just going further down the rabbit's hole. Yeah. Um, he had too much. Too soon, perhaps. 
But if you've seen it and you can, if you go to the dark web or you go to YouTube, fire up uh, your onion browser. Sure. <laughs> fire, fire log up, into your fire tor- up the grill browser. Log, you know? log into your summertime tor client, yeah, and get get some, some bitcoins for an unopened zip file. Yeah, sure. <laughs> throw some sure. Walla Walla onions on your Tor grill and just fire up that dark sphere, dark net. You can catch the last movie, and to be honest, it's not too shabby, but. With ego run amok in the jungles of Peru, a million dollars goes pretty quick, folks. And that's what we're talking about here tonight. Lost, bombed, flopped, busted Hollywood. Anyone else have an example? We're talking about talking about big loss here. Big loss. Uh, okay, so Michael Cellini wins an no, Academy No, Mike Zorman. No. <laughs> Michael Cellini. Michael Cellini. Sorry, Michael Cellini. Michael Cellini is a different guy. He's trying to say chimichurri. Michael chimichurri. Chimi- Mike Cellini. Don't derail, don't derail this. It's important. All right. Mike Cellini. Who, me? Goes to a studio. He has an idea wow. for a period piece following immigrants from, from Slovakia to the western part of the United States during the cowboy era. He says... This is going to be a movie that depicts the West like it normally was. It's not about not cowboys Hollywood, not fighting that, not Native Americans. Yeah. No John Wayne. Yeah. None of that bullshit. It's just, it's just John oh, Ford. Language, Sorry. Language. I yeah, you lost the game. I lost the game. It's fine. This is bigger than that. He no, says, this is going to okay. be about guys washing their clothes in the West, hanging it out on the line, and watching it get slowly drier by the wind whistling past it. And it's going to be a beautiful shot because it represents reality. Here's the problem. After Deer Hunter, United Artists gave him about $20 million to make this film, right? That's obscene. Yeah. I think it was an increasing amount of money. Am I correct? Yes. More it, and more and more money It continued was to go higher and higher. And here's why. They gave him too much control. They lost an early power struggle with him when he cast a female lead actress who could barely speak English. So... People couldn't understand what she was saying during the film. Then, on top of it, what was her native language? Ro- she Slovakian. was French. No, oh. she was French. You're wrong. Took a shot in the dark. <laughs> they cast a lot of Slovakian immigrants Klingon, but... to play roles in that film. However, their English just carried a heavy accent. Totally understandable. Unimportant to the film to, to to go with anything else. Here's the problem: there was a roller skating scene in that movie, sure. and Chamini said that he needed the likes of Jeff Bridges, Chris Christopherson, and uh, Christopher Walken to skate for at least seven hours a day with a private tutor to learn the proper steps for vintage roller skates. And this is, and this is, this is like he's, he's talking about, just for, because this is a period piece, for verisimilitude and authenticity, these are steampunk roller skates. So these are not your modern 70s disco roller skates. These are Wild West 19th century. There's a lot of gears, a lot of brass, a lot of brown leather. You have to keep those oiled Steam. teeth. Yeah, I mean, a lot of coal-powered. Coal Wait, Steam? Did they have steampunk then? That was the technology. I don't know what verisimilitude means, but check this out. 50 hours a week, these guys skating hard. Yeah. Chris Christopherson blows out his right knee. Hey, little known Production gets set back two months for an ACL repair for this man. Meanwhile, Jamini shoots the shot. He shoots the shot 70 times each week. With a different set of actors to try and replace Christofferson. Doesn't work. 
goes back Body two months doubles, later, reshoots it with Christopherson. Brian De Palma. The scene uh, goes poorly. He decides to fire Christopherson, then rehires him later at a higher salary. The scene comes off without a hitch. However, the rest of the movie had nothing to do with roller skating. And so after that <laughs> first hour scene with the roller skating, people lost interest. And it was basically a four-hour tour of your living room. The movie flopped. Didn't even hit 500000 in the first week showing. What's it called? Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate, otherwise Heaven's known as Hell's Gate. Gate, because you had to sit through four hours of that Bullshit. Okay. okay. to keep cussing. Yeah. Sorry. I fucked yeah. up. Let's, um... <laughs> you just cussed again. How, how, how much of this I can you play? Up. No remorse. This is the seconds. original, right, JPJ? You know, it yeah. also is called Heaven's Gate. Yeah. It's called Heroin. Reeboks? Those Reeboks? Oh, I blew it. I blew it. Nope. Yeah. That's that bald guy, right? Yeah. Applegate. They had Nikes on. Harvey Applegate. Applegate. Yeah. They yeah. were Nikes. They, were oh. they wearing the Cortez? Because I kind of like that one. Classic busted cinema. Uh, flopped. Spent too much money. The studios, back in the old studio structure, they hated that stuff. People, can I, uh, people being creative. Anybody else have any Can I do examples? one quick before the break? Like real I want to do one after you before the break. Okay, I'll be quick. Let's just not take a break tonight. Who gives a rip? I don't know. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> So we're I did some I did some homework on Yes Giorgio, uh, which well, was tell us a little bit more about Yes Giorgio. Yes Giorgio was Luciano Pavarotti's first cinema role. Talking about the singer, right? Yes, the famous opera, famous opera singer. opera singer. He was a tenor. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And was. this thing was a shoe in. I mean, it was Luciano Pavarotti's entrance onto the world stage. Of, Who else is in the movie? Uh, Helen Hunt. Oh, nice. I yeah, like she's, she plays the love interest. Mad about you, you know? So this is a young Helen Hunt. So it's it's basically a shoe-in, and they, they have uh, Luciano Pavarotti plays a an opera singer who is slated to perform at a gala at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, nice. uh, who loses his nerve due to uh, a memory of a, of a flop performance that he did years prior, which was marred by a case of strep throat. Uh, he meets Helen Hunt when his vocal coach uh, sends him to uh, the doctor's office to get some shots because she assumes that it's a reoccurrence of strep throat when, in fact, right. it's just nerves. Right. Uh, he goes, he doesn't believe that Helen Hunt can be a doctor because she's a beautiful woman. Um, <laughs> this but, movie is from... Uh, it's from 1950... Uh, sorry, no, 1982, <laughs> actually. Uh, so anyway... He, he goes to the doctor, doesn't believe she's a real doctor, won't get the shot, finally over the course of multiple visits, realizes that he's in love with her, and she gives him the courage to perform this breakout performance at the, at the Met Gala. It jumpstarts his career. She, wait, hold on. She gives him Absolutely. the courage. Not, not, she doesn't even give him the shot because he admits to her that he doesn't need it because he's just scared to perform. Um the problem is this, a, is this a parable or is this uh, just kind yeah, of? Yeah, uh, I mean, no, it's it's it's. I mean, it could easily function as a parable. What um, he needs is is he needs the support, support of a friend. Yeah, to believe that he can perform. So this movie is is got the star power. It's got the classic sort of like uh, Joseph 80, Campbell. Hold on, Eighty-two. Pavarotti's at the height of his power. Height of his fame. Height of his. You power. can hear him in the background now. Listen, he's to them. crushing it. You can hear him crushing in the background. The yeah. problem with this movie, it flopped because they made a very odd decision to film it entirely within Vatican City. 
So rather than rather than what? get they they decided that oh wow so basically yeah, wow. it's expensive That's filming not what I expected you to say well okay well listen Vatican though, the, City the logic, Rome or yeah. Vatican City Tennessee well Vatican City is it's Vatican City Vatican City because it's own independent country right but, but the one in it's the one Rome in, it's surrounded the one by, by Rome by, yeah it's an enclave Murphy's it's an enclave of Rome not to be confused with Murphy's Borough Pennsylvania Vatican or Coles de Sac or yeah what about Malibu or Coles or Coles de Sac yeah, Max, correct. <laughs> um, so they made the odd decision, which in hindsight, you know, the logic checks out. It's very expensive to film in New York City. Um, you got to pay like a billion dollars just to put a tripod down on the sidewalk. So, a tripod. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen a tripod. It's, it's a like precursor a to an iPad. with three, tri- a tri- three sides. Yeah, three triangle. Sides. A memo pad with three sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, Luciano because Pavarotti, who is from Italy. There's square pad, there's tripod. Makes the helpful suggestion to say, hey... My side, your side, and the truth. My co- my third cousin is a priest. What if we... Nice. I've got an in. What if we could just do this whole thing local and, and save a couple bucks? Um, the problem is that Vatican City looks nothing like Manhattan. So there was a lot of... Hold sta- on. Hold on. Real quick. want to reach out to the panel, to my producer. Have any of us ever been to Vatican City? No. Yes. No. JPJ. Nope. Uh, Eric, have you been? No, never. Benji, you've been to Vatican City? Yes. Does it look like Manhattan? It doesn't. Does it look like it, it was... It does not. It's not one probably bit. like 500 years older than Manhattan, right? Yeah. It looks like a 500-year-old Manhattan. Yeah, minus... Oh, at this point, Manhattan looks like it was built 10 years ago, so... Couldn't agree more. There you it's go. It's all Dwayne Reed's and Chipotle's now. Exactly. Right. New York is over. There is not a single Chipotle in Vatican City. Breaking or news! Or a single Cadoba in New York. Breaking news! Which is garbage. Breaking news. This just in. On Refertus Radio, HeritageNetwork.punk. New York is over. They closed CBGBs. It's time to move somewhere else. That's right, folks. The I disco walk, fever is closed. I walked time by John Varvatos, though, and there's a sale going on, so that's pretty chill. I don't know what that what? is. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, wow. It's the clothing per, store that took over CBGBs. Off. 2% off at John Varvatos all yeah. weekend. If you, mention, uh, if you mention Johnny Thunders. You get an extra 4%, and the yeah. $675 yeah. t-shirt What's is now $585. Johnny Thunders? Now the guy who ran it, he's got a facility Hilly Billy, Crystal. Hilly Crystal. Crystal. Not Billy Crystal. Yeah, Hilly Crystal. Not Billy hey. Crystal. He Billy Crystal's brother. Hilly told me you guys would hook me up if I mentioned his name. <laughs> Hilly got his money to start CBGBs from his brother, Billy Crystal, who was very successful at the time. Very successful at the time. Uh, anyway, so my movie bombed because... Moonstruck, right? Is that Billy Crystal? Yeah, no, Crystal. that's Nick Cage. Nick I thought Cave? it was Nick Cave. Nick Cave? I didn't say Nick Cave. You guys know I said Nick Cage. Well, the movie bombed because Pavarotti was having trouble with his performance issues. Because well, they tried to turn Vatican throw. City into a soundstage for Manhattan, and the Pope wouldn't let him do it, so the movie just looks bad. Was he on the dope? Oh, Pavarotti? Yeah. No. Who, the Pope? The Pope was, though. <laughs> That's why he didn't God let them turn it into... you say that. Oh, wow. Really? We'll banish you. Well, excommunicate. Ex, yeah, that's a bad Pope joke. on dope. Hey, Dr. Michael Zoman, you have an example of uh, perhaps a lost or forgotten or busted or messed up gem of Hollywood. Wait, are we firing a Melvin song up in the background? Is that what's Why going on? Why wouldn't we? Let's hear if it rocks. Let's give yeah, it might start uh, rocking Common. Can we put on Honey Bucket after this? No. Hun- honey Bucket. <laughs> Can we put on Honey Can we Bucket? Put on Dr. Honey Michael bucket? Zoman. Well, I'd like to discuss a movie that maybe isn't a commercial failure, 
Six million dollar budget, nine million dollar box office. That made that's a money maker. Yeah, that's made a money, success. especially in a nineteen fifty six. So, sure. Oh, when nineteen fifty six? That's probably a good return. That's a long time ago. It's a fifty percent return. Six How many years ago is that? Nineteen fifty six. Oh, I couldn't do the math, but sixty one. Sixty one years. I believe. Okay. So. I'll take your word for it. I believe it. I'm talking yeah, about the, the Conqueror. Who's in that movie? Well, it's a more. movie about Genghis Khan. It's a stupid... Wait, like, hold on. Genghis Khan. Yeah. Genghis one, Khan. The Mongol. He's one of, he's one of the, the, the biggest guys in history. He's a, he's a madman. He's a crazy sure. person. This, it, this basically reads to me like it's kind of... I've never seen this movie, but it seems like a dumb... <laughs> like, a, like an action movie where Genghis Khan's like, daughter gets kidnapped and he has to go... Like, Wait, get what? Back. Is this a true story? I don't think Ripped so. Ripped from the headlines? I don't think so, no. Of, of 15 whatever? You know, when, I, when you guys did yours, I just let you all talk. I'm sorry. I love this topic. So I'm trying to make this really hard this, for me. Oh, wow. So, may I? Yeah. The floor is yours. I say we let Mike talk. John Wayne reads the script and he's like, I should, I'm at the height of my powers. I will be Genghis Khan. Wow. And I think everyone around was like, Ugh. I don't think such a good idea. And John Wayne was like, I'm John Wayne. So they let him be Genghis Khan. <laughs> I'm Marion Morrison. So I think that's why, you know, it was a commercial success. Was, you know, it's a John Wayne movie. People went and saw it. Sure. But now it's considered one of the worst movies ever made. It's, uh, everyone's like, uh, Yellow in yellow face, in essence, Ooh. I think is what you would call it. You know, it's oh, a wow. bunch of white people painted up like Mongols, like bumblebees, like the Chinese, or whatever. Yeah, that sounds pretty. And uh, they shot it in St. George, Utah, which is very close to Mongolia. a nuclear testing site. Oh, oh, I've heard about this. And when they shot a bunch of it on sound stages, they took all this dirt from where they were filming it to use on the sound stage because it's like you know. I've right, never been to Utah. A lot yeah. of like light brown, yellowish, weird like sand there, right, you know. Right. So they take it all back, and then like twenty of the two hundred c- crew members end up getting like dying of cancer within like a Sick. decade of shooting the movie. Something insane like that. So uh, there's a, they're pretty sure basically they just took like radioactive soil, like dug it dumped up and it took it with them people. and just dumped yeah. it all over everything <laughs> stood around in it for like weeks and weeks shooting. Cut. yeah exactly another take let me, let me get the uh, actual exact number here oh wow 220 <laughs> people in the crew by the end of 1980, 91 of them had developed some form of cancer, and 46 Jesus had Christ. died of cancer. That's <laughs> so early. Yeah, that's, that's actually well, wow. that's well above. <laughs> that's well above the. Um, and this is the normal percentage for cancer. This is yeah. for a movie, which is Max that portrays John Wayne as huh? Genghis. Which four, is four percent of the total population Thank will you. develop some form of cancer. Thank you. That's crazy. And Sorry, the, I didn't want to put you on the spot. I just want to follow through. That's okay. Mistakes, that's all. The director. Director. Oh, it was produced? I'm sorry, it's produced by Howard Hughes. Yeah, but Howard Hughes didn't produce much that was... Well, what he did was, after all these people started getting cancer and dying of it, he bought every copy of it in circulation for $12 million and kept people from showing it until he died. Then Universal Studios was able to buy the rights back from his estate. <laughs> Wait, how many copies were there that he had to purchase? $12 million dollars Every a print of the film was twelve. cost $12 million. That's outstanding. He felt very guilty. 
It also said also think, says when he was totally insane at the end of his life. He pretty yeah, much, that's when he was like saving watched, his own pee and like that movie living in a Station box Zebra just over and over again for like a couple. He watched years. it like 175 times yeah. or something. Yeah, I actually did. Harry did some, pay for the Spruce Goose to be built? Yes. Also? Yep, he that was, was him. He was the guy who he was like wouldn't cut his nails. Howard Hughes yeah. or wear it's, tissue it's boxes really on his crazy. feet. Yep. I was yeah. doing some research on him uh, just last week. And to be honest, a true strange American is Howard Hughes. He's a too strange to live, too weird too, to die, right? Too That's weird to die, too strange to live. Just proof to show yeah. that being incredibly wealthy makes you insane. I mean, ridiculously wealthy. I don't know if anyone can understand in that time how wealthy he was. The things he was doing was completely crazy. He was living in Las Vegas on the top floor of this hotel casino, and he bought the one across the street because the sign would not stop blinking. He just bought it and shut down the sign. He would just do that. Nuts. Howard cool. Hughes. And that's why he went insane. No, he was insane before that. No, the, <laughs> sign, the sign didn't drive him nuts. No, he was insane before that. But uh, a lot of people think he had like a bad uh, flight accident. And he had these uh, pain issues that caused him to do a lot of drugs. and Existential pain. He was basically uh, an angsty teenager you know. with a lot oh, of Oh, wow. Money. I didn't Millions. know that was why. Oh, wow. I just looked up The Conqueror on Wikipedia, and John Wayne insisted until his death that his lung cancer was not caused by filming, but, oh, yeah. but by, his quote, by his, quote, six packs a day cigarette habit. You would have to be smoking constantly to smoke 120 cigarettes in a day. God, oh How long does it take to smoke a cigarette, even if you're doing it fast, like eight Hold minutes? On. Seven I don't know, man. My grandmother, my grandmother, until she quit late in her life, she, she smoked literally two and a half packs a day. But that's a lot, right? Yeah, that's a that's lot. A lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of cigarettes. cigarettes. Six a day. But also, yeah. I think what happens when a, when a smoker is smoking that much, what is happening is they are lighting up. They are setting the cigarette down. They are doing something. They are yeah, coming back. They're taking one more drag. They're putting it out because it's burned, and they're lighting up one more cigarette. They're also they're just constantly. They're co- they just have a lit if cigarette you, if it going. Takes six at all minutes time. to smoke a cigarette. It yeah. basically takes one half of an entire day to smoke 120 cigarettes. Well, not when, not when you're just <laughs> sucking them down. So, like, but if you're, I mean, you got to sleep. You got to breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to eat. Yeah. You've never seen those sleep masks that they have that that as long as you sleep on your back, (laughs) you can put a a cigarette in in there and you just keeps it lit and you (laughs) inhale the smoke. That's great. That's disgusting. That's good technology. JPJ, do you have any uh, fun, lost, busted, flopped bombs uh, of of cinematic history for Uh, us? As a matter of fact, I don't because I wasn't invited (laughs) to the (laughs) pre-production meeting. So uh, you didn't hold it to Cipriani. Kind of caught me with my pants down here a little bit. Hey, that's a flop right there. Hey, maybe we that's a floppy, sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. When you could get caught with your pants down, just yeah. everything goes let's, flopping um, out there. Let's maybe yeah. do a little. Can we do a little lightning round, perhaps, uh, of other busts that people should be? Do they have wary to be movies? Of? Yes. No, let's do anything. No, let's do let's anything. Do, let's do movies. So uh, that we this is going to go around shows. maybe once, maybe twice. I, I'm going to have a hard time right. doing movies. Yeah. Whatever. Think I'll, of a flop. I'll, yes, and I'll do it. Go. Pluto Nash with Eddie Murphy. Okay, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, that was that was not that was good. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Uh Johnny Mnemonic. Kind of floppy. Don't agree. Didn't, but that's fine. I didn't but I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm saying that it did cinema. not do well. Right, so given new yeah. life by the time Mike travel so, sequences on this very show. That's yeah, that's up. true. We definitely breathe life into I it. I don't know. Okay. After Mike Zoman. Geely. Oh sure. Wait, G- are you talking about the Geely Geely boys? No. 
Because they're, they're kind of blowing up right now. No, Giulio boys are fly. I'm talking about that Benefer picture that came out in like early I'm 2000s. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, can I go back? Benefer. I thought of one. All right, going back to Mike's own. Home fries. Home What's fries. What's that? Uh, Drew Barrymore's pregnant, I think. She works like a fast food restaurant oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was like waitress before it became yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Home fries. Totally. Is that the one with Whoopi Goldberg? Too? I don't know. I don't think so. No, that's Sister no, Act there 2. Was a, there was a What's road the one trip where, movie. What's the movie where Ted Danson's her husband? Oh, that's the one where they were it's actually not a husband, Becker, and, right? and a husband and wife in real life. Yeah. Wait, Home Fries wasn't that written by Vince Gilligan, the guy who went on to run Breaking Bad? I don't know. It's quite possible. Wait, really? Oh, oh wow! Wow! Something. Somebody famous like that who like, that would be on. outstanding. That's great. All right, Eric, uh, give us another flop. Let's talk about um, Cutthroat Island, starring Gina Davis as a pirate. Yeah. Okay. I think we can move on. Ben? <laughs> uh, cool World. All right. Ooh. Mike? That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's not my forte. All right. Not my forte. Uh, you have, you have one. You have one on, on VHS in your home. I'm sure, but I was not prepared for this in any way at all. Great. All right. Mr. Softy. is the best pop. Mr. Softy starring Harvey Keitel. He plays a thug uh, ice cream cone who uh, gets worked over real good fake, by the mob. Fake movie. Uh, uh, real movie. I, look I, at, watched, I, hey, I watched hey, that Chef at Trauma Eric, Fest why don't you, three years ago. Why don't you use your smartphone to look that up and verify yeah. that it's that it's a real movie? Because my, I'll back him on this. My, yeah, that my, showed at my Trauma Fest. I'll have you know. Use your shattered uh, smartphone <laughs> 4 to, to, to call a, him out on his bluff if you think it's so fake. It's a 4S. Okay. I mean shattered. It's a four shattered. (laughs) (laughs) I bought it that way. (laughs) It was only twenty bucks. Like pre-rep jeans, you just buy a pre-shattered. Hey, how how about that? How about that great weird old movie called Sorcerer? That's a that one's a trip. None of us looked that up. I uh, did. I have the, that movie. I've seen it many movie. times. Oh, oh why did you talk about it? That's oh, William because Friedkin. I don't think it's that interesting. It's like they shot it in crazy locations, so it went over budget by like a million dollars, like a hundred million dollars. Wait, is that the one with Willow in it? Fair enough. You know what I mean? What about what about Stone? It's different. I think that was a huge success. I think was it a huge success or was it a cult classic? I think Stone was a hit in Australia, which is uh, the home country. Australia, how you say it? Australia. They live in a fortress by the sea. They live in a fortress. Fosters, Fosters, Actually, you know what? You know what? (laughs) Better than we can do it. JPJ, pull up the trailer for Stone. Yeah, let's let's close on a strong note, and dude. Let's just run out with that. Yeah, let's. Fuck. Thank you so much yeah, for listening. I'm sorry tonight. I couldn't play the lightning round very well. It doesn't Wait, matter. Year, was it? You did great. 1974. I'm trying to think of one more. You know, I just oh, Cabin Boy. Oh, that's, that's a great movie. That's a great movie though. That movie These radios are clean. <laughs> David Letterman calls him a Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Play the stone. Play the stone trailer. We got to get out of here. Good night. What band is this? And when you're on a bike, I mean a big bike, you've got all power, man. The grave diggers are on the move. A new breed of motorbike gang. That's why we're here, man, together. Because when you're out there right, man, with the grave diggers, what can stop us, man? What can stop us? We own the world. 
they live in a fortress by the sea. Vietnam veterans. With their own style of life. Their own rules. Their own religion. They don't seem to make a lot of friends. But now, somebody wants them dead. All of them. So the cops send stone. Yeah, that's right, I'm a cop. I've been sent to find out who's been killing your mates. Why would you want to know that? That's the way I earn my living. The whole reason we're outlaws is because we're against pigs. And everything a pig is. So how are we going to do our thing with you pigging around us? Ken Shorter is stone. Working under Thanks for listening to Thanks for listening.